The recollection of my uh, first near death came back. It's like, wow, you know, I get to revisit that again. It was, again, the most euphoric experience. Welcome to Masajati's podcast, Exponential Intelligence, where you can transform simply by listening. Experience the power of frequencies and the next step in consciousness evolution. Hi, Masajati, and I'm here to share my near-death experience to help those individuals who've had near-death experiences, you know, flourish from them, and then also for those who are about to have a near-death experience. Now, near-death experiences aren't just, say, a random occurrence. It Millions of near-death experiences happen worldwide, yearly, okay? So what's the phenomena behind a near-death experience? Is it real? Uh, are all those gifts that people uh, get uh, real? Yes, absolutely, including mine. You know, I have, uh, I've gotten from the two near-death experiences, I've, had, I've gotten amazing abilities, I had to, I've had to hone them, but I've, I've gotten amazing abilities to, to transform my life and others worldwide, and that's what I do now. So how did I get there? Uh, I was unloading rail cars, and, uh, and inside these rail cars, you know, they have these moving walls to keep the product in place. And the moving wall was stuck. You know, we couldn't get behind the product. So I offered, you know, I was very athletic uh, back then. I go, well, I'll just climb up, right? And I started pulling and pulling and pulling while my team members were pulling on the bottom. You know, so this wall was like, you know, moving back and forth. And all of a sudden it gave way. And that half-ton wall just went, it just, it just pushed me right against the ceiling member. And I was crushed by my jaws right here. I wasn't, thank God I wasn't like in my neck because I would have just gotten de decapitated, but, uh, you know, or hung by my neck, but I was crushed by the jaws right here. It just went, and I was dangling there, okay? Now I didn't know that I was dangling there, but here's where it gets really cool. Um, so I noticed the wall again moving and it's like, oh, okay, it's moving. And then before I knew it, I was in another reality. I was in another world. And I was just like floating. And, and then I started to look at the wall uh, and then I peeled away from my body. And I was floating in front of my body and I was looking there. And I'm going, wow, that must really hurt. You know, because I was seeing myself and I was seeing the, the, the metal just embedded into my jaw. And, I, and it, was all, it was broken, obviously. And I'm looking at it and I'm going, wow, that must really hurt. And I'm just floating along. I didn't realize what had happened, right? I was just floating there. And I look around and I could see the team, you know, my teammates. I'm looking around. It's like, oh, okay. Well, uh, the wall's open. I'm going to go back to work, right? I didn't know that I had died. I didn't know that I had passed on to another reality, another realm, another consciousness. When I was living or being in that space, it was just amazing. It was an amazing, amazing experience. And then it dawned on me. It's like, wait a second. I feel really great. I feel really all powerful. Literally, it's you do feel the power, by the way, and all possibilities. It's like, you know, it's like, God, you know, I can go to, you know, go to college and do this and do that. You know, again, the grander version of what we all dream about, right? I was living it at that moment, and life felt so unbelievably beautiful, right? Um, and then I realized, I was just like, wait a second, what the hell's going on? I'm here. I'm here. 
what am I doing over there, hanging there, right? And then I realized, it's like, oh, shit. And as soon as I noticed that, it's like, boom. It's like, wow, I'm dead. And you might think like, damn, I'm dead. I, you know, I'm going to miss everybody and so on like that. I disconnected. I transcended through the, the rail car. I just like floated out, you know, uh, out, of, out of the confines of the rail car. And I went through the light. I went through the light, but I didn't stop at, uh, you know, a lot of people who have the near-death experience, they, they um, you know, they go through, um, you know, the, meeting, their, meeting their loved ones that have crossed over, pets and so on, like introductory. What I went through, I went into the, 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 the realm of, you know, a life review, or it's actually a life relive. Because in that moment in time, you're not sitting anywhere. But what you're doing is you're reliving life from an awakened state. In the past, right, and, and literally you live life, but our conscious mind uh, or what I could perceive, um, you know, you couldn't experience everything. But from the moment, uh, right before the moment of your conception, literally, uh, from, what, from what I experienced, from the moment of conception where your first cell, right, where the, where the sperm and the egg, you know, unite. I experienced that moment. It was a brilliant moment, basically your spirit coming into physical form. I call that a timestamp now uh, in the work that I do. From that moment on, going through you know, my mom's belly, experiencing that from an awakened being state, not a newbie going, hey, what's, you know, what's going on in this life, right? Um, and then birth. Uh, birth and then you know the first few years and then you re literally relive all the experiences that you lived in 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 physical form but in another in another realm in a higher level consciousness so it's a life uh, again you're observing your life but you're you're not observing is the key point I just want to stress that you're not observing you literally are reliving all that although you're an observer of how you're living it. So you go through the emotions, you'll go through the pain, you'll go through the sad times, you'll go through the happy times and so on like that. But the difference is, you're an awakened being going through that. You know, this voice comes, you know, comes from somewhere and it's a loving voice. It's like, yeah, you know what? Because uh, you want to stay here. It, it's the most beautiful experience ever. You just want to stay here, right? Uh, but it's like, yeah, of course, yeah, you can stay here. Uh, and the, it, it sounds like a choice. They give you a choice, but it's not really a choice. It's like, yeah, you can stay here. Of course you can. Or you can go back. So it's really not a choice. It's like, yeah, of course you can stay here. But then they're just like pushing you back into your body. You know, it's like, oh. So it's not a choice. It's like, no, you need to go back. But they just say it so lovingly, right? Uh, and that's where I started to feel the pain, the intense pain of, you know, my jaw. Uh, and then... Uh, from what I, from my, what my coworker said, you know, it, it just like I dropped to the floor. I dropped to the floor, and uh, I passed out. The next thing I know, uh, I was in a hospital uh, with my. I woke up and my jaws, you know, my jaw was wired shut, and I and um, uh, so for three months I had to eat. <laughs> Vitamix, my everything that I had, you know, hamburgers. I'd put it in a Vitamix and you know, uh, just suck it up. The second near-death was really interesting. Again, the first near-death opened me to the possibilities uh, of what we could be, 
right? I saw the potentiality, the human potential in that life, and then, and then I dropped back down. And then I craved, like, I wanted that life up there, right? I wanted to bring it in physical form. It's like, God, I know it's possible. How can I do that? And, and so I spent from my first near death to my second near death, which is about 20, about 20 years, uh, give or take. So I was in my mid 40s uh, when I had my second near death experience. Uh, and here's the deal. We were late. Um, what, what happened, there was some airline issue and they called us. It's like, hey, you know what? We're canceling flights. This is the only flight out. Okay. And we had to move. Uh, we had to get to the airport, which was about an hour away, and uh, we were, uh, so we only had like an hour and a half to pack everything for a week-long cruise. Getting ready in, in a half an hour, throwing everything in the suitcase, and then getting to the airport, and then, you know, g getting that one flight, because uh, there was like about 10 flights that were canceled for that day, right? How did we manage to get onto that flight? Right? That's a thing of its own. That was crazy, right? But it's just like this person came out and it's like, hey guys, are you interested in an inner tubing trip? Right? So I had to be on that inner tubing trip. Right? And there was plenty of other people that wanted to go on an inner tubing trip in a jungle you know, with their family. And it's like, well, how did this guy approach us? Right? So that's why I call it, a, is it an angel effect? Or, um, or, or is it, how did that person just connect with us? Uh, and it's like, yeah, hell yeah. So, you know, we, we bought the package. We, you know, he drives out, uh, you know, he drives, he drives us to, you know, the place uh, out in the, right in the middle of the jungle. And it was so beautiful, you know, trekking through the jungle. And we get to this, you know, the hut where they, you know, keep all the, you know, the inner tubes and the life jackets and so on like that. But there were so many people there um, that, well, they had run out of life jackets and they didn't, they didn't know what to do. So again, coincidence number, I don't know, three or four by now, it's like, hmm, you know, it's like, and at the time it's like, gosh, it doesn't matter, right? So I go, yeah, you know what, that's okay. I've got the inner tube, you know, at best, right? I got the inner tube. Uh, I'm totally fine. I'm a strong swimmer. It's like, okay, great. So I was the only one in the group that didn't have, you know, in our family uh, that didn't have the life jacket, right? And um, so we go out and I look at the river and I go, holy shit. This river is running so fast. I go, are you sure this is safe? And he goes, oh yeah, it's safe. It was rainy season, so it it was it was fast. I'm going, because mm. I'm you know you've got little kids, and I'm going, mm. you know I, I don't know about this, you know. But it's like okay, we'll we'll go. We're here, you know. We'll go in the jungle. But it was the craziest thing, you know. I kept tying and making sure my kids' life vests. I kept checking and rechecking and tying them between their legs just in case it floats out, you know, because they're tiny little kids. And as I'm rechecking, you know, you hear, I start to understand or I start to realize it's like, why is it so quiet? The jungle was deathly quiet. The one thing that I remember the guide going is like, okay, it's this area is really fast, right? it's fast water so what you want to do is and then what you want to do is entangle your legs so all the inner tubes you know were entangled so we go as a group my two sons and i um we disconnect and and their inner tube and 
and mine are to, and my son was on there, you know, we just floated off to one side. Uh, my wife at the time and my young daughter floated off to the safe side. So we get in and about, shit, like 10, five, 10 minutes later, we're enjoying the view and all of a sudden, right? It's gorgeous, right? Uh, in the jungle. And then all of a sudden it's like right behind us. There's this, there's this say rock that's sticking out. It's got a hole. Okay, and the water is just like pouring in, and I'm getting sucked into it, and it's the water is pressure is so strong. You know, I'm trying to swim out, I can't do it. So what I do is, you know, I push my kids off, you know, push them off onto the other inner tube, and then uh, by the time I do that, I just get sucked in. And since I didn't have a life jacket, I didn't have a life jacket. Uh, I got I got literally zapped out of my inner tube and into the bowels of the earth okay um it's just like boom i was gone and i was trying to i was struggling so hard but the water pressure i mean just imagine a hole man-sized hole this big right just got sucked in and so the, that's great water pressure and i'm just like just grabbing everything and it, it, you know the rock the lava just trying to crawl in and you know i run out of breath I don't know how long I was underwater, but it's like, God, I can't do it. So what do you do? You know, you're stuck between, literally between a, you know, a rock and a hard place, right? Uh, and then it's like, shit, here we go again, right? So I say thanks, you know, I say, oh, God, you know, I love my kids, you know, and all that. It's like, damn, you know, I, I didn't know I was going to die this, you know, this, 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 this early. Uh, and then you just, I just let go. Um, you know, um, uh, I just, I let go and you, it was a beautiful experience by the way, um, but it's like, I, I let go, but I didn't go anywhere. I was just like sitting in the water, you know, I was just sitting in the water and I, I was just watching the water flow through me. Okay. And then I saw my body floating away into the bowels of the earth and going, that's interesting. And then the recollection of my first near death, um, the recollection of my uh, first near death came back. It's like, wow, you know, I get to revisit that again. It was, again, the most euphoric experience. So I just watched my body float down and that was, I guess, the end of my life uh, as I knew it, I guess. And then I floated through, through, the, through, the, through the rock and then back through the water, I could feel, I could still feel the freshness or the coolness of the water as I transcended through it. I saw a little bit of the jungle and then I just floated into, say, the abyss or heaven. Um, and, it, and in this case, I, I didn't stop anywhere. You know, I still saw the tunnel of light and I just went straight through the tunnel of light. I transcended, plopped out, basically graduated. It's like, hey, you know. Uh, and then I was, I, I was a spirit, literally like this vortex. I was, I was sucking all these possibilities of what could happen, what I could do. And I'm going, whoa, this is really expansive. But I was experiencing it all at once. It was a little, you know, overwhelming at first, obviously, right? Because I'm still conditioned, you know, one, one, one bit at a time, right? In this reality, just like a computer, it's just like one bit at a time. On the other side, it's like, shit, there's no time, there's no space. It just happens to you all at once. So all things that happen to you all at once. But then, you know, I, I, I got over that 
uh, I don't know how long it took me because there's no time and space. Everything feels forever, but then everything feels like there's no time. So everything feels really short and then everything feels forever, so to speak. But you're just in a state of presence. I was experiencing all the possibilities that humans can have. I went beyond that. I was experiencing all the possibilities that a spirit could have. Very different possibilities, although all the possibilities a human could be, amazing, guys, amazing. Nothing compared to the limited things that we do here, right? So very, very different. And then relishing those possibilities or experiences, that's huge too. But then there's another level above that. There's another level above that. And I had transcended into that, right? And in this space, you become a universe of yourself. Literally, it's a universe of yourself and you just sit there. You just sit there and you just, you're in awe. You don't get bored. I don't know how, how long I was there, but you don't get bored because it's a timeless realm. You are just all possibilities and you're just in bliss. And it's the grandest experience. You don't have to do or be or anything like that because you are all the possibilities, even beyond human form. So you could be all the possibilities of what nature is, you know, a tree, a wolf, whatever. All those possibilities exist. And even those things that we don't even know about, you know, those are there available for you. Again, you are a universe of your own. And you just, you're just amazed. You're just like, whoa, this is cool. It's the most amazing experience ever, right? And you just want to sit there forever. No matter how long forever is, forever is forever, right? At that level, you have access to, well, all the knowledge and everything in the past, present, and future. Obviously, because there is no past, present, future. All the knowledge exists. I, I, I nowadays call it the universal database or that beautiful blue space because it's the most beautiful blue uh, ever, by the way. Uh, it's kind of like that deep ocean blue. And then imagine it, you know, again, about a million times more beautiful and more vibrant. Colors. There's colors out there, guys, that we can't even fathom. I don't know how, I don't know how it works, but there's colors out there that we can't even fathom. There's scents there that we can't even fathom against smell here but if we could there's just amazing sense the textures uh that are there amazing but we're probably just not ready for it it'd blow our mind it'd blow our circuits if we actually say experience it in physical form but up there there's sounds amazing sounds that again we can't experience at this reality this is where redefinition started to happen the amount of love that you experience at that level Imagine anything euphoric here, you know, a birth of a new baby, whatever it might be, you know, a promotion, you know, falling in love and all that. So you multiply that by about a million times. That's the amount, the purity of love and grace that you have at that level. Okay? And I still experience, so when I talk about these experiences, since it's no time, it's just like it happened like the last second of my life. Again, there's no, say, time value. There's no memory of, say, time. So it feels, and many of you who've had near-death experiences, it literally feels like, oh, it just, just happened like a second ago. You know, it's, it's that vibrant and that real for you. And then all of a sudden, it, it just like snaps, right? I, I go black. It's literally like you're dead, but then you pass out. I guess they somebody found out maybe that, hey, this guy you went through, you got to come back, right? 
Uh, so I, I go blank. And then I find myself sitting, literally sitting at the edge of the river in a really, say, calm area of the river. Okay. And I look forward about, about maybe 100, 200 yards in front of me. And I could still see the inner tube getting sucked into, you know, because it was too big, right? It couldn't get sucked in. It's stuck on, say, that rock that I got sucked into. And I look around and I'm going, how the heaven did I get here? Literally, I, I, that's what I said. It's like, I didn't say hell or anything. It's like, how the heaven did I get here? You know, and it was amazing. It was an amazing experience. And what really got me was this like, because I'm, you know, a logical person. I'm a computer programmer, was a computer programmer by trade. And I'm going, wait a second. I'm downriver. I should be downriver if I like got spewed out, right? I should be way the hell downriver, right? Or non-existent and all. How did I do that? And then how did I come out so safe? I wasn't choking. I wasn't anything like that. I had my fingernails, you know, pulled off, you know, half my fingernails because I was trying to crawl out and my back was bloody. Um, but, you know, and it looks bad, but other than that, compared to what you go through, you come, coming into physical form is like, wow, this is really beautiful. I was understanding on how the ride works. That's the end of the near-death experience. The life after that, obviously, was never the same. This is where my abilities came through. You know, it took me a while. I went through some dark times to really, you know, it's like you see the darkness and the, all the heaviness that people go through in this life. You see the possibilities. And I, I experienced the possibilities, guys. It's there for us, right? And that's what I do now is literally bring those possibilities in. So when you do have that near-death experience, you can use that springboard to launch yourself to higher grades rather than launching yourself down below, all right? Uh, again, thanks for, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, notice what you notice and then notice the details, right? Thanks for joining. The episode you just listened to is encoded with frequencies of higher consciousness. It's normal if you begin to feel differently or confused. It's the process of change. For best results, observe and practice spatial referencing. Ask yourself, what if I could choose things differently? To learn more, subscribe to the Exponential Intelligence Podcast Sign up for the newsletter for exclusive information and offers or join Maz on social media through the links in the show notes below.